Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car Our advice you could go far Fuck things up and we make mistakes Talk about our sexy dates It's getting hard for this to Welcome to Bed Hoppers. This is episode 40. Coming straight at you is Mr. <laughs> H and... Mrs. H. Yay! Podcast. Although I'm not coming at you. Really? No. Like Cleopatra. Or like a spider monkey. Yeah. No, that'd be coming at you like a Oh, okay, spider fine. Monkey. Well, I'm not coming at anyone. Really? No. <laughs> You're not aiming. <laughs> I'm sitting nice and quietly. I'm going to Spider-Man all over everyone, let alone <laughs> spider monkey. So, um, right, you were going to say something then, weren't you? What was it going to be? I was talking about how big the episode was. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you Four, don't even... 40 seems kind of like a big number. It, it, it is a big number. Yeah. Uh, and if you were over 40 years old, then you could be positively ancient. Wow, thanks. We're both over 40, dear. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, we're both positively ancient, then. Justified and ancient. Yeah. Of Moo Moo. Yes, Moo Moo. We're all bound for Moo Moo land. <laughs> anyway, so we've got a few things that we want to catch up with you on yes. and we're very sorry this episode is a bit later than it should have been mostly because we were too fucking lazy uh well we're very busy very busy <laughs> but yes okay maybe a little bit a maybe little bit if you didn't later. take six hours with each bath that you took <laughs> my bath time has nothing to do with how late our episodes are what no it really does it's <laughs> terrible anyways uh so we've got a few things to catch up on mm -hmm. we've got a few people to say hello to um and uh, we've got a review as well. We do. Yeah. And uh, what else? Oh, we've got a uh, an emotional feelings-based talk to end Ooh, later on. Yeah. yeah, we do. That's going to be fun. Yeah, we're going to lift the bonnet on a few things, aren't we? Lift the bonnet? Yeah. Lift Have the a rummage up. underneath. Lift the top up. Expose our mm -hmm. air-laden boobs. Uh, wow. Because, <laughs> yeah, we don't always get everything perfectly right. Yes, that's right. Not We are not perfect. As much as we like to think we are. What? I don't think we're perfect. You, you might think, think you're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I may be slightly more perfect than... than... So it's all a big learning curve and <laughs> we're going to have a little a little look at what we did. Look at what we didn't do. And what do. we can learn. <laughs> what, what we can learn from what we didn't yeah, do. Don't yeah. do what we we do, do what we say. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that. That's, that's what parents the... always say. Do yeah. as I say, not what as I do. Do do as I what? Do who? Oh, they do though, don't they though? Do do though, <laughs> which is quite appropriate since today we'll be talking about townhouse. Yes, in and... Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I've got to reveal this little fact about Liverpool. Don't sell yourself short, darling. No, 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 no. While we were walking around Liverpool, Mrs. H turned uh... to me and said, so, um... Which of the Beatles were born in Liverpool? <laughs> it was a genuine question. <laughs> I mean, I knew they all hung around in Liverpool a bit, but I wasn't sure if they'd all actually been born there. All right, and what do the Beatles sound like? Well, <laughs> do not ask me to do a Beatles impression. <laughs> Please do a Beatles impression. No, it's not Go happening. On. You'll never know how much I really love you. <laughs> Go on. 
No, I've only seen one Beatles film. That's that one you made me watch where they're all on a train and there's an old man with them and they just keep going on about how clean he is. Was Was it a lot of effort? That I've, film, yes, Would you, a hard day's night. Yeah, there we go. That's the one. That's the one you saw. Yeah, and they just kept going. Oh, he's really clean, though, isn't he? No, this is untrue. Actually, you've seen two other Beatles films. Oh, you've seen Magical Mystery Tour. I probably sat through that. Yeah, you like the I Am the Walrus bit. Yeah, that was all right. Bit of a mind fuck, but it's all right. There we go. And you've also seen <laughs> Yellow Submarine. I did not like that. No, I didn't. <laughs> nope. I did not like that. Not I... one bit. <laughs> I did not like it with a fox. I did not like it in a box. <laughs> I did not like green eggs and ham. I did Sam not like I them. Some I am. <laughs> so uh, we went to Townhouse. We did. We did that. Uh, we did that this weekend. Uh, but before we get to our delightful review of mm. Townhouse, uh, we've got a couple of minor announcements and things to uh, say. So the first one, we've got new fucking stickers! Yay! Everybody! You and your stickers. stickers. Yes. Yeah. And what are you going to stick them on? Stuff. Right. Stuff. Stuff, right? <laughs> These stickers are transparent, right? So you can stick them on anything and it's instant merch. You got a wardrobe? Fuck it. Stick a bedhopper stick on it. Bedhopper's wardrobe. But who's going to see the wardrobe? Well, like, why would you the sticker's stick not that big. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like an invisibility cloak from Harry Potter and whatnot. Why would you put a sticker on a wardrobe? It, was that not what people did as kids? Oh, yeah. Like Garbage Pail Kids yeah. stickers. Yeah. And Care Bear stickers. Yeah. Yeah, but so, no one really came over and saw my wardrobe. So, like, I don't know, who are you trying to bring into your bedroom to look at your merch-laden wardrobe? Maybe the first thing you want to see when you wake up is a cartoon of our faces and our Twitter <laughs> handle. That could be the one... Th and it reminds you to go, oh, I'll like what they've posted whilst I've been asleep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, or a glass that, you, you know... You want a nice cool sip of Mr. and Mrs. H? You, you slap like that sticker on that frigging glass. Okay. It's a bedhopper's glass. Uh -huh. So they're not glow-in-the-dark, much uh, to your disgust, no doubt. Yeah. Well, the problem was, is if I got glow-in-the-dark, you'd have only moaned at me for a while. So, and not in a good sexy way. <laughs> so I've therefore got the transparent stickers that I can stick on everything. And maybe oh. if I... Hey, I've got an even better idea. What about if I bought some glow-in-the-dark paper and stuck the sticker onto some glow-in-the-dark paper and they would be glow-in-the-dark stickers? Okay. You have way too much time on your hands. No, I don't. I have no time on my hands, which is why we're late recording this. So uh, we've got new stickers. Yay! Yay to that. <clears throat> uh, we might have to give some away uh, soon, okay. actually, because next episode, 41, yes. not this one. Yes. We have been doing the Bedhoppers podcast for a whole friggin' year. Oh, it's our anniversary edition then. Oh, did you do that? What was that for? <laughs> that was like, oh, the Jedi are coming. <laughs> it's our anniversary. <laughs> Why are the Nemodians at the door? <laughs> you were right about one thing, Master. Negotiations were short. Look, that's a terrible film. <laughs> the Phantom Menace is not the worst Star Wars film. No, you don't like Attack of the Clones. No, do I do you? not like no. Attack of the Clones. Hmm. It's very upsetting to me. Is that because of all the sand getting everywhere? It's coarse and it's rough <laughs> and it gets everywhere. Actually, that was really sulky, that, isn't it? That was better acting, actually. And you didn't like the bit with the peach or the pear. Oh, thing. the the CGI pear yeah, or whatever it transfers between them over dinner. It's a bit where Padme falls out of the the carrier craft and like goes. Oh, oh, oh yeah, like she's, she's lying like there. She's gonna die, prone. and then she immediately gets up and starts running in the yeah. most odd way down the hill. It's 
friggin' ridiculous down the dune. Anyway, right, oh, so, so uh, stickers, uh, <clears throat> uh, year-long anniversary, yep. check, uh, went to townhouse, check, and we met some listeners. Oh, they were lovely listeners. They were very nice. So while we were in Liverpool... Oh, they still are very nice. <laughs> they were very nice. They were They were very nice to meet. Yes, they yes. were lovely. And they were very nice to me. Yeah, yeah. they were. Anyway, so we met them. So mm-hmm. they're on Twitter. So uh, Lee Rich, I believe, is there. Yes, I you, think so. Yeah. You, you're better at Twitter than I. Lee Rich. Anyways. Lee Rich. Yeah. <laughs> um, we gave them some of the old stickers. Sorry, guys, you've got the old hat shit now. Don't worry about it, though. If only we had a wardrobe to stick them on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and um, we, we signed a napkin. Well, in fact, one of the things they raised with us was the question of us of how we are counting the amount of times we have sex and when we count it. Ah, uh, my diary tally. The di- and I showed them the diary of destiny. The di- well, this is the latest diary of destiny, of course. Yeah, it's very cute too. It's it's a little furry diary, which you insist on stroking every time you get it out. <laughs> like this the furry walls. Yeah, stroke the furry wall. So, so I guess just to put a little preface around my tally, uh, the science behind it, in fact... Uh, I am noting every encounter. Okay. So the question I think was, if we had sex like three times in a day, would I just put one? It's like, no, no, no you had it three times. So you put three little marks. So what about in the morning, yeah. right? You gave yeah. me a blowjob, yeah? Why? It's Monday. Why would I give you a blowjob on a Monday? <laughs> Such space madness. <laughs> okay, for example, you've given me a blowjob in the morning. Right. We had sex... Uh, when we come back from getting the shopping, and we also have sex at eleven fifty p.m. You have some grand illusions of what this Monday is going to bring. <laughs> you a blowjob followed by sex followed by something else. No, it's just an example. Oh, okay, fine. So how many would that? <laughs> it wasn't the fucking menu that I'm reading from. Oh, I have. Um, the uh, blowjob hors d'oeuvres, uh, followed by a light course of anal oh and um, a, a slight pudding of a bit of fisting, please. How can you have a light course of anal? <laughs> I don't know. It's a menu option. I didn't write it. Talk to fucking Diet Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> you gotta, is there chopping his hands together? Is he's like, come on. Less, less calories than you average anal. Yes. <laughs> okay. You pay more, but you save on the weight. Trying to watch my figure. <laughs> yeah, trying to count my calories. So, um, yeah, so if you imagine, you that that was what happened. You had All right. those... Three separate occurrences in one day. Yes, yeah, so how would you mark that on your diary? I just put three strikes. There we go, yeah. right? That's mm-hmm. how you do it. Yeah. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Me? Yeah, yes. always. Exactly. <laughs> I can generally see it. <laughs> So that's how you, you, you mark the, the calendar. And we talked uh, with these lovely people about some of the things that we could create. We could create a pre-made calendar with, with, with lots of different sexy options that you just tick to see how many times you... Oh, goodness. We well, could develop an app. We could develop an app. <laughs> and at the end, you could, you could work out how many times you had anal or mm. um, how many times... This is heavily on your mind right now, this anal. Well, it was uh, starting with the A. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is fine, right? That's fine. All right. Well, let's let's hope you move on to B at some point. Otherwise, we'll just be like exhausted. <laughs> yeah, A, blowjob. <laughs> C, cunnilingus. D, uh, um, DP. There we go. See. Oh gosh, I went. I went there already. Yeah, you went straight. That to the took DP. a big leap of faith for Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, that's how we've recorded on the calendar. We drew a mock-up of what this amazing calendar would yeah. look like for them. 
and um, available in all HMB stores by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the uh, bargainous Katy Perry yes. calendar section. There's a Katy Perry calendar. Yes, section? you tell me every year about it. Why do I? And never I always res- refuse to buy you one. Why? Because a Pokemon one's way better. No, it's not. It is. You know we've got a Rick and Morty one instead. And we have right? a Pokemon one as well. We do have a Pokemon. I may have indulged you slightly. <laughs> Sadly, that was the one thing I did do, was indulge you with a Pokemon calendar. I'm so lucky. I know, right? Luckiest girl in the world. <clears throat> right, okay. So, hello to those guys. Thank you very much for spending some time with us. It was lovely to meet you. I hope we've not put you off this rather rambling thing. No. No. I'm sure we'll come <laughs> No, we've not put you off at all. Right, so, Townhouse. So, Townhouse... Yeah. Oh, oh, good. Well done. (laughs) That's a great review. Yeah. (laughs) So, Townhouse is in Liverpool. Yes, it is. Now, Uh... we live on the south coast of the UK, so getting to there was a good four-hour trek. Yeah, it was quite a little jaunt in the car. Um, But I've never been to Liverpool before, so, you know, it's a nice little journey either way. So, we jumped in the car on Friday night, and we stayed there... Uh, at the village hotel, actually, mm-hmm. didn't we? In, yeah. In Wirral. 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 So we got there, and I was fucking knackered because I was driving. Mm-hmm. And we ordered uh, a couple of drinks because we'd managed to make it before the bar closed. Mm-hmm. So I got a gin and tonic, and that was chucked straight in a pint glass. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was interesting. Well, not a pint glass, a half pint glass, uh, which was it was fine. However, um, it just goes to show how nice. The townhouse was when it came to um, pouring gin and tonics. Yes, we shall talk which, about their gin. We should talk. We should talk about their gin. Yeah, totally. Okay, okay at length. So we didn't go there on the Friday. We had a whole <clears throat> whole Saturday where we just wandered around aimlessly in Liverpool. It wasn't aimless. I caught loads of Pokemon. You caught loads of Pokemon. You got new <laughs> underwear, which we showed everyone on Twitter. Yeah. Um, you got a whole load of makeup and stuff. Yeah, you treated me. You did pretty well, really, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. So, um, we what time did the club open? Um, I think you had to be there like 8.30, but for newbie couples, you have to be at 9.30, and then last entry is 11. So, before 9.30 mm-hmm. if you're new. Yeah. So, we caught, um, caught a cab over, and we yeah. used, uh, in the end, we phoned up the cab company that they'd recommended, because we couldn't get an Uber from, mm-hmm. from uh, our hotel to this place. Um, so on their website, it's really handy. It gives you a couple of details of taxi drivers you can use. To be fair, their website's got tons of loads of info. And, tips and info, yeah. And that was really, really handy. So if you're going to go there, please check it out first. Mm-hmm. So we rocked up, and we knew it was a, a sort of quiet-looking, outskirted pub sort yeah, of place. Yeah, there's no signage at all. No, obviously, for and obvious reasons, they're discreet. You're not quite sure whether you're in the right place, and you mm-hmm. sort of go down a little alley towards a parking spot and there's some big open gates mm-hmm. and then there's a little sort of annex and a door next to it yeah i mean the actual building from the outside looks just unoccupied yeah. generally like you, you would not know there was anything in there not derelict but, but it did... very unassuming and yeah. you, you wouldn't look at it twice really in the street no not at all you'd probably think it was a pub that had shut down mm-hmm. so we um we didn't know whether to knock or enter mm-hmm. or so we just Opened the door and walked and on went in. in. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Turns out it was right. Yeah, that was the right thing to do, apparently. So um, we walked in and straight away, in, in as you come in, there's a little reception area that had yeah. some sex toys for sale and stuff like that. Oh, some we had some really pretty jewellery in the cabinets as well. Really pretty jewellery. It was. I, I remember looking at it thinking that was a really nice little touch to have that kind of as you came in because 
I immediately went, oh, look, pretty jewellery. It was quite nice, yeah. wasn't it? So as you go in, on the right-hand side, you've got a little reception area, uh-huh. which is kind of an extension of the bar, really, I uh-huh. think. And immediately we were greeted by the chap that was behind the bar. He mm-hmm. said hello to us straight away. And there's somebody called Stormtrooper Helmets. Oh, yeah. A Darth Vader helmet and a <laughs> and couple of Stormtrooper yeah. So it felt yeah. right at home for us. And um, they talked us through the... Or booked us in, really, didn't they? Yep. Took our details. We had to fill in a form. We had to pay to get in on the night. It was a really straightforward process, though. Very simple. Yeah. Um, provide an email address and we had to provide ID as yeah. well. photo ID. Photo ID. Again, simple enough. Driving licence. Out we go. And then uh, the, I think she's the co-owner or owner of, of yeah, the place? Yeah, I think she's the owner. Well, yeah, we're co-owner with him, yeah. Yeah, Vicky came out mm-hmm. and um, said hello. Uh, lovely, lovely lady. Oh, she's really lovely. Really sweet, really yeah. nice. And she started giving us a bit of a tour of the whole place. Yeah, how long would that tour take? Maybe 20 minutes? Yeah, I, I don't know whether we got... It was very thorough. A, a very thorough tour because it was a bit quiet, but certainly it was like... Um, it was, it was a good tour and we got yeah, to see the all the... Yeah, it was the entire place. Yeah, it was at the entire place. Yeah, it was a lot of stairs. <laughs> so we'll, we'll try and um, recount most of the stuff that's in the place. However, mm. if you've ever been to Townhouse, you may know that it's quite winding and there's a lot of floors because it is literally a townhouse. Yep. So if we so get it slightly wrong... Four levels to remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. And given the fact that we couldn't walk around with our phone and take notes... No, we're doing this largely from what we're... What we're trying to remember when we went up the stairs, which bit was left or right, so... Or, yeah. or up or down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So really, um, this is like a collage, as it were, <laughs> of, of our trip around townhouse. Now, as you go through the front door, as we said, there's a reception area. To the left, though, is mm-hmm. a little hot tub spa area that's got a sauna, hasn't it? Yeah, so there's some wet facilities. There was um, a hot tub, a nice big shower. Yep, and you have to get in the shower before you get into the yep, hot tub. absolutely. And some robes and towels and what have you. And a little massage table place there. Yeah, and some overflow lockers. Yes. There was also, um, just around the corner from that, a little area you could go outside and have a smoke. Yeah. And there were some dressing gowns available mm-hmm. in case it was cold or wet or whatever outside. Yeah. So we didn't try the hot tub. No, we didn't. But it looked very nice. It was all very nice, nicely wooded done area. And yeah, it was kind yeah, of... Yeah, it did look really nice, actually. Which is cool. So turning back around on ourselves, mm-hmm. um, and the reason I'm saying, giving you the directions of this is so that I can remember where I'm going, <laughs> is you then go back past the reception and through into a little bar area. Yes. Now, the bar has over 50 different gins in it, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, we were told originally 57. But I think you've confused that with Heinz. I have the not. varieties of uh, However, it was definitely over 50. Definitely over 50. We it was both... a brilliant gin selection. It was fantastic. But not only that, there was a good selection of tonics, yeah. good quality tonics as well, mm-hmm. but also the little sort of... Um, there was a garnish bar. Garnish bits I like that, that go with it, yeah. yeah. So I think we had little slow gin berries, or it could have I been black so. pepper. We're not sure what it was. But we didn't it... eat them either no, way. <laughs> I wasn't going to put them in my mouth, but they, they were in the drink and they tasted made the drink taste absolutely Yeah, lovely. I love the fact we have um, a great gin selection and it was really, uh, really good prices for that. Really reasonable. In fact, when we came to leave um, mm. at the end of the night, um, it was they asked us just, you know, you, you pay a slight deposit for your bar and yeah. then you cover the rest of it. And they said, well, it's just another five pounds. And I was absolutely... Like, are you sure? Are you sure? And you've got everything. And they reeled off everything that we'd had. And I was just shocked because yeah. I guess we're just used to higher prices down in the south. Definitely. So um, definitely a bargain mm-hmm. for, for all the drinks and stuff. And it was all very nice. And the service was really quick. There's always a couple of people in the bar. 
I liked that on the bar they were, um, again, we encountered a bowl of chocolates. Oh, yes, a bowl of chocolates. <laughs> I'm getting and a bowl used of to this now. I like this little bowl of chocolates as we go into the bars. Everywhere you go, I think there's it's a, a bowl nice of touch. chocolates. And there was bowls of mints and bowls of condoms everywhere. Yes. Which was great. Not minced beef. Ew. <laughs> bowl of mints. <laughs> no, I like this chocolates, mints, condoms. <laughs> yes. It's a perfect, perfect combo for you. Yeah. So there's a few stools at the bar. It was quite. Um, Quite narrow, really, so there wasn't much space there. Yeah, it's like an L-shaped, sort of quite narrow, long bar bit, and then there's like three leather settees kind of in a little L around the side of that, yeah. and, and some mirrors. They were already full. Bearing in mind we got there about quarter to nine, I think. Mm-hmm. They were already pretty full yeah, by the time we, we got there. So you then go around the corner into... Um, Another sort of seating area, but also an area where they do demos and things like that. Yeah, it's obviously multifunctional. There's like a pole there on a raised sort of platform. So I'm guessing, you know, on some nights when there's no events, they would open it up for like a little dance floor. Yeah. Um, and it's clear that they hold little events there as well, like open mic or comedy or singers. Singers. Live music. Live <laughs> music. Nice. Mm. So on the night that we were there, it was a um, mix of a fetish night but mm-hmm. also a swinging night. They call it Fifty Shades of Wahey. Wahey, yeah. Did you call it a swirl? Swirl. That, like a, yeah. Well, swirl, what I guess, would imply sort of vanilla and swinging. Lifestyle. Type, but it, but, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But I think this is sort of fetish A, a, a mashup of two. <laughs> I guess it would be a swirl. I don't know. I'm, yeah. But BDSM and swingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Combined forces, which was <laughs> um, so quite cool. So... Um, so we carried on with our tour. So that had loads of uh, BDSM equipment in it. Yes, it did. On the stage because there was going to be a demo that night or a couple of demos that yeah uh, around the sort That's of right. BDSM stuff. So uh, on that floor still, there was a um, there was also some toilets. So there was a, a what did a, they call a it? Tubicle. A tubicle. Because women like to go and take we, a shit. We, with no, two they of do you. not. Women like to go to the bathroom together, apparently in twos, which is not uncommon. So there are two toilets in this lady's bathroom. <laughs> so what You didn't we... have to take a lady with you, but you could both <laughs> but go. you could both go at the same time. For a little time. ninja wee at the same time. If you is wanted it the to. new, like, not having your phone with you? Because you're not allowed to take your phone around. <laughs> so if you're having a poop, you can have your mate there okay. and chat to them. Come with me and keep me company. Exactly. <laughs> and then the men's were down the end and they're just toilets already. Yeah, There's... no tubicle for you. No tubicle for me, fortunately. Just a poobicle. Just a poobicle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then downstairs there was a dungeon. Oh yeah, so if you go down first, yeah, and um, you have to watch your head because it's um it's it's very narrow and um very steep little stairway. But you go downstairs to a really great dungeon. Actually, it's a bit nippy. Yeah, but I think it's that's by design, isn't it? Really? Yeah, but it looked very authentic for a dungeon area. It was like brickwork everywhere and sort of concrete flooring, but then filled with lots of equipment. Yeah, so it had a. St- stretching rack it had a work in progress coffin i remember that yeah it was underneath the stretching rack yeah. wasn't it yeah um, it was, it was lots fun. of little stools and benches there yeah. was a, a cock and ball torture table yeah. which i did not want to sit on <laughs> at all um so yeah that was there and then they had a couple of jails which was... yeah i think there's maybe like three or four little uh jail cells around the corner which were proper metal work yeah you know with, with locks and everything and um, and they would put like little dog beds in there if people wanted to stay the night. Yeah. Which I, I was like, wow. I didn't want to do. <laughs> well, no. And it was opposite the extensive gin collection. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, what you really mean is that they keep some of their drinks yeah, downstairs. The excess and, and you can see some of the storage down there. from the jail. Yeah. So um, we had a tour of that. Yeah. But it was a nice touch. I liked it. So moving upstairs. So you come up one flight. 
Yep. And then you're on ground level again. Mm -hmm. Then you go up another flight and it splits in two. Yes, it does. You can go right and you can go left. Correct. So going right, if you go immediately all the way to the right, there was Mm -hmm. a changing room with lockers because you get a wristband for your locker. And that's the other thing that we forgot to mention Mm -hmm. is actually if you're ordering drinks at the bar, you take your locker key up to them and they Mm -hmm. put that on your tab. Yeah. And that's how you pay for your drinks. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the night, you just settle that up. Yeah. So it had coat hangers in there. It had a big thing for coats. It had uh, locker space. I think there might have been a hairdryer or something in there. Yeah. And I think at this point, we were encouraged to put our phones away in our locker. Yeah. Uh, at this point in the tour. Yes. So that I, I guess she had visibility that we'd locked it away. Yeah. So we did and that. The general steer, I think, is once it gets past half 10, 11, um, if you're going upstairs, you have to be dressed for the occasion. So out of the changing rooms, and there's a bathroom there, mm-hmm. which is helpful. I think it has a shower in it, I think. I think all the bathrooms had a shower in. Did they? They were pretty good. Okay, fine. Uh, and then across uh, the way from the changing room was a group uh, area, I guess. Yeah, so, a group play area. So there were two rooms. One, uh, The one on the left had a little swing on it. Mm-hmm. And that was an interesting room as it had, it was like a platform bed. Oh, is this like the bunk bed type thing? <laughs> well, it, I, I think you do it at a service calling it a bunk bed because <laughs> yeah. actually you kind of go up these, um, were there steps or something? I don't know. I think a double-decker bed. Yeah, it was like a gigantic bed, but it was almost like a floor. Mm. And underneath there were two little hidey-hole playrooms that you could play under. So you could hear all the stuff going on upstairs at the top of it. <laughs> like an adult jungle gyms. <laughs> yes, an adult jungle gyms with no, no balls out there. Uh, no, not, not at the point we went in. No. Uh, so that was one group room. And the other one uh, sort of had like a, a cage along it, like yeah, bars. Yeah, yeah, um, that's right. And I think, I can't remember, did it have a glory hole in it? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it had a female glory hole. You sure? I think you're just making that up. Oh, maybe I'm making shit up. I think you're making that, <laughs> that up. So I think there was there was a bar across the thing that had like, uh, it had um, some like neck curtain mm-hmm. type things. Um, had a really nice feel to it. And there were some beds beds yeah. in there that you could play on yep that sounds about right that, that sounds about right yeah then um backing out a bit and then going up the stairs yeah it's quite labyrinthian going to the left hand side mm. now i think uh off the top of my memory was it into the um i think it was a bdsm room yes the bdsm room which had uh, lots of other kit in it as well mm-hmm. and then because uh, there was a real heavy slant to bdsm in the place wasn't oh yeah there? definitely there was uh, lots of equipment and stuff lots of equipment um, two um, private rooms as well. Two private um, rooms. Yeah. And um, they were just like a simple bed. Yeah, just normal, nothing, no equipment in it, just just a couple of beds really. Yeah, nice and clean, yeah. but very mm-hmm. simple. Yeah. No particular environment created in there. No. Nope. But that was absolutely fine. Yeah. Then up the stairs, what was up the stairs? Uh, there was a medical room. A medical room. Mm. Okay. Uh, so a lockable medical room, I might add. So there was a working medical chair in there. Like a dentist chair? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I know they had a dentist light. That you yeah, they had a, a light that you could pull down um, as as if having an oral examination. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they also had, uh, there was also some like uh, metal trays in there. Mm. Gave it like a real sort of, like you were in a dentist's or doctor's office. Yeah, a medicinal theme generally. Yes. How mm. medicinal. Yeah. Um, and it was else? a lockable door, as I say. I think so. I think there was another bathroom further up the stairs. Yeah, there were just tons of bathrooms. <laughs> um, then further up the stairs again? I'm yeah. not sure how many yeah, levels there were. Yeah, four levels in total. Um, then there was a group room right at the top. A group room right at the top mm-hmm. that had like, uh, that single guys aren't allowed in. Correct. Even if they're invited, I don't think. That's right. And then a very small private room as well. Yes. I think that sums up 
the venue. That was it, yeah. Yeah, I know we've kind of rushed over those last rooms. But... To be fair, it was, as I say, very labyrinthine in its kind of twisty-turny little nooks and crannies, so it's yeah. difficult to remember without kind of going around taking pictures, really, of what it, <laughs> the exact layout. So we've done our best from memory. Yeah, so the... So... As you go up the stairs into the first floor, on the right you've got the bathroom, mm-hmm. the changing rooms, the and then on the left-hand side of that, that once you've turned right, you've also got the two group areas. Yeah. If you were to go, le- if, if you were to go left up the stairs, mm. then you'd hit the BDSM room and then the two private rooms. Yeah. Up the stairs again, yeah. I think you'd find the um, medical room and yeah. another play um, area maybe. Yeah, I'm in a group room at the top. And then the, or at the top there'd be a, a couple of group areas and, and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff there. I think that's about it. We've probably got that absolutely wrong and our memory has not served us well. However, we didn't really write any notes until the day after, um, and which case... And of course, we... you can't go around taking photos. So. No. So what do we think of the actual club? Wow. Did you, so did you want to cover any of the demos that went on that night? Good point. So hmm. on the night, there were two demos. It was the Fifty Shades of Wahey. Yes. <laughs> so um, the first part, first demo was very much a sensual touch, and that was Mistress, Mistress Sapphire. Sapphire. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mistress Sapphire. And it was a sensuous play demo. Yeah. So she had a, a young lady on on a on a sort of massage bench, mm-hmm. and um, she was sort of tickling her with feathers. 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 <laughs> uh, had a spur type thing out, and I don't know what the correct pinwheel name is. thing. Pinwheel. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, and was just using some light touch and some sensual play. There was some fur, um, lots of different sensation type things, really. Yeah. So they this went on for sort of about half an hour or so. Yeah. Um, it was very soporific. It, it, it was. I mean, <laughs> I think, you know, it was really nice to see that. And, and she talked through what she was doing and people had the chance to ask questions. And the room was packed watching this. Yeah, totally. I, th- I think for my, my money's worth, it went on for a bit too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found myself just gently sort of slowly winding down watching this whole experience. It was nice and it was sensual to watch, but it, it wasn't exciting in any way because really it's just someone being played with with a blanket and a <laughs> feather and a whatever. It was a hairbrush as well. Hairbrush. But mm. it, and there were some really nice ideas. So if you've never encountered that type of stuff, um, it would probably set you, you know, it would give you your first foray into that, that type of world. But for us, we've seen a few of those things. We've done demos with them before. Yeah. So uh, that was okay. But it, we stayed and watched that. But we were told that the second demo would be a lot more naughty. So <laughs> instantly we were like, we're not giving up. Because we got a sofa in this yeah. in the demo room. We weren't going to give that up for love nor money. <laughs> because it had A, a view, and B, it was comfy and it had a table. So you could put your gin and tonic on and it. And plus these demos were well over an hour in total. Well, the, the well second one, that. it took the guy a good 45 minutes. Yeah, but we didn't up. we didn't know how long um it was gonna be for him to finish his setup. So we kept thinking, Oh, any minute now, any minute now and Well yeah. Yeah. So, and then and it this, turned into like forty so minutes. Overall the demos went on well past twelve o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. Um which is fine, but it sort of et up the entire night. But the second guy, so he Mr. Well, Smith. Mr. Smith. Mm. So the second demo, should I say, was run by Mr. Smith. So he had a he had a chap with him. And he also had his partner with him. Mm-hmm. And he did he did two demos at once and talked his way through it. But it took a long time to set up. The The chap he had with him, he put into a leather body bag. Yeah. And then... Um, tied him down to a Blindfolded him, tied him down to a bench. <clears> and then um, basically sort of did a bit of cock and ball torture, as far as I could tell, with some electrodes. 
Yeah, yes. Um, we weren't close enough to the business end to see um, these sounding rods, I believe they were. Yeah, I think he put a silicon sounding rod yeah, uh, down, down him. The Jap side. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm I don't cringing. Think you can call it that, dear. Oh, well, it's a colloquialism, isn't it? That's not a colloquialism. Anyway, apologies. Down the pee hole. Down the pee hole. <laughs> oh, dear. Here we go. We'll never make sex educators, I can tell you that. Uh, no. <laughs> no. So, anyway, he had a silicon sounding rod. And the reason he had a silicon one is because at one point previously he told us of a story where uh, <laughs> the guy had shoved this the reaction inside the guy, had, had fired oh. this out like a cannon, and it mi- narrowly missed his eyes. Yeah. So the silicon one is done for safety. I believe it also conducts electricity as well, I think. Either way, it did not look pleasant. Well, it didn't. didn't. And even though I don't have a willy, uh, I was very much cringing at the thought of this rod thing going down it it didn't yeah i wasn't too keen on the idea if i'm really honest so we we watched that and while he was doing that he also had um tied his put his partner in a a sort of straight jacket Mm -hmm. a leather straight jacket so it wasn't like an asylum style one. no and he said that was important because um it didn't sort oh. of cause shoulder problems yeah and there were some the stories of people who'd got like trapped nerves and things in the, the the asylum ones she looked quite comfortable in this so she was strapped to this chair with yep. her legs strapped apart mm-hmm. um and blindfolded she had no um ability to hear either no she? he put she some headphones on over her mm-hmm. so she was completely um deprived of sight and being able to hear and then he also um, strap some electrodes to her. <laughs> like tens machines, type yeah, ten, things. like yeah. Uh, those sit-up machines, I guess. <laughs> so the little, um, the little conducting pads, yeah, yeah. So, c- so he attached attached some of those to her clit. Oh, God. and he turned it up until it was just enough mm-hmm. for her to feel it, and then let it just constantly vibrate. So this demo, we should point out, was an orgasm denial demo. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the idea was is that he he had a, a wand, yeah. and he he kept putting the wand to her, getting to the point of climax yeah. and stopping. Mm-hmm. And then repeating and repeating. And re- I thought she was going to bust out of that thing and <laughs> murder him. Because I think that's what you'd have done. Uh, quite possibly. Although I'm not keen on the electric, electric bit. No. No. So it was, it was a really good demo and the guy gave plenty of opportunity to ask questions. He talked through uh, the equipment. He talked through the uh, what he does, how it works. Um, he was to... a really funny guy. Yeah, he was He um, was a bit of a comedian, wasn't he, really? Yeah, and I think his patter included lots of sort of quips and little jokes here and there. And then he'd suddenly, like, go back to both his uh, his willing participants. You were going to say victims, then, <laughs> weren't you? I was. And he would, like, obviously um, give him a little bit more of a stimulus. And then he'd come back to the jokes again. So he was. it was quite a funny demo to watch, really. Now, because this was going on, and I have to say the demos were excellent and they were a really good sort of intro into that sort of thing. Definitely. Um, But because they were happening, what we found is that no one was really talking particularly. No, because you needed to be quiet for the demos because otherwise you wouldn't be able to hear what they were saying. So they were very encouraging of everyone being quiet. Being quiet. Mm -hmm. But the other thing was is that even during the setup, people were trying to jostle for their seats so they could see what was going on. So it didn't really... um, invite a lot of conversation amongst the thing no because you'd have to give up your real estate to go and mingle and make some conversation and i guess because we didn't know how long it was going to be until it started we kind of 
staunchly held on to our settee, didn't we? Yeah, and I think we clung to our seats for quite a while. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so once the once the demo ended, we, we kind of wandered around a little bit. Mm-hmm. I decided to, to go upstairs and have a look and see if anything was going on and really try and remind ourselves of the of the layout of the place. Clearly that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by this time, the bar was quite rammed, so you couldn't... I don't know, it didn't lend itself very well to go in and just start chatting people because people had already kind of got in their little groups, I think. And we kind of went floating around a little bit. Well, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah, and, and we went up went up to the little changing area. And in order to be able to view the place, as we said, you had to, to dress down. Yeah. So we did that. You weren't happy really doing that. You weren't that comfortable. Just... Well, I hadn't... For some whatever reason, and this is my own fault, I hadn't really considered what I would dress down into. Um, and I'm, I'm quite happy wandering around with no clothes on generally, but it felt a little perfunctory, like I was just disrobing for the sake of having a nose around. Mm. And I don't know, I couldn't get my head around it. I kept thinking, well, I haven't bought anything to change into, and I couldn't work out why I hadn't done that. So maybe I just hadn't really researched in advance that I would have to disrobe if I wanted to wander around the upper levels. So it's my own fault. You should have read it beforehand. I read it. I knew what was going on. <laughs> well, but, you know, equally dressing down for the guys was a little less daunting because it was just boxer shorts. Well, you could have worn some clothing that, that covered up your boobs because uh, effectively that's that's what was out, yeah. wasn't it, really? Yeah, I suppose I could. But anyway, it, it didn't really work out <laughs> so well. And I got a little bit, oh, this is weird. I'm just uh, taking my clothes off to have a look round. <laughs> <laughs> well, we ended up doing that had a wander around for 10 minutes and then really we just didn't didn't feel it and decided to go home. Yeah. So and we'll talk about that yeah. in a little bit. But really this is about the review of the club. Exactly. For this part. So overall I thought the club was pretty well maintained. Uh, it did have some elements of being a little bit shabby. But mm-hmm. I know they're putting a lot of investment into improving it in the long term. So uh, they're doing a new bathroom, they're doing a, a new medical chair... Um, I thought the dungeons facilities had had a lot of, yeah, lot of work, and I, they they came across really well. Definitely, I got the impression it was a real labour of love for her. She, yeah, she clearly had enjoyed putting a lot of effort into bringing it back to a bit of glory. Yeah, it definitely got the sense of pride in that. Mm. Um, certainly for for the the BDSM areas, were, were felt very much like they'd had a lot of thought put into them. I actually thought the group rooms were pretty good as well. They actually had a lot of um yeah. a lot of fun elements to them from the swing to the double you know, the double height thing, the little cubby holes for those of us that don't like going up so high. <laughs> and I thought that was really nice. One thing I didn't like though is I felt that actually there wasn't much uh, set up for chatting for conversation. Mm-hmm. The bar area itself was quite small and people yeah. sort of congregated around the bar, which is fine. But once those sofas were full mm. and there wasn't much space there, there really wasn't, it was quite difficult to get yourself in there for conversation. Yeah, I agree. That's and fair. if you were having a, a, an odd day like we were having, <laughs> it, it really didn't facilitate conversations like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, possibly the fact that we went on a cross overnight that wasn't quite our bag may have contributed a little bit to that. But equally, I agree with what you're saying about the, the bar not quite having the right vibe for maybe chat yeah i thought the selection of drinks was fantastic i was gonna say it's so reasonable very 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 reasonable cost wise i was so impressed the whole thing was fantastic cost wise yeah i mean the the cost to get in the cost of drinks i was absolutely stunned at it and 
if you were local, value for money would be fantastic. Oh, tremendous value for money. Really good. Um, oh, I've got a minor quibble I haven't mentioned. Go on then. Very minor, um, but there was um, somebody vaping next to us when we were sitting watching the demos. Yeah, there was. I don't know if that's allowed I or not. I don't know if it's allowed or not. Mm. Personally, it just didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah. Because I don't like being like sat in clouds of perfumed smoke. Well, it wasn't just one person. It was a couple yeah. that were vaping between themselves. And I, I wasn't sure on the sort of policy around vaping. I mean, they were very clear about smoking outside, but I don't know why we sat in vape. So, mm. there's yeah, minor quibble. So, <laughs> we didn't try the wet facilities, um, yeah. but they looked looked pretty good. Everything looked, everything looked clean, which is clearly mm-hmm. very important. And I know a lot of people always say that about clubs, but you'd expect it to be. Yeah. Um, I think the bar staff were friendly and helpful. I thought the way that the rules were given across all the um, consent stuff was fantastic. Yeah, very, um, very reassured by that. The tour was great. Oh, completely agree. And, you know, I think I think the hostess did an amazing job. Yeah, she was terrific. Um, I also want to mention there's a really good cab system. Yes. So when we were ready to leave, uh, we were sort of all, do we get an Uber? Do we phone a taxi? But they actually had a black cab driver there. Can't call him that. <laughs> he had a black so cab. <laughs> You're so wrong. <laughs> but I thought that was a really nice touch that they had someone on hand who could um, just deal with taxi service. I don't you. know if he's there every night. No, though. I don't. But we were lucky on that night that he was. So yeah. So and they have got details of local taxi companies. So yeah, so that was quite good. helpful because um, Uber was an absolute waste of time there. Yeah. So if you are staying locally, I'd definitely say mm. uh, use the companies that they recommend on their website. Um, the information provided on the website was really helpful and really good when you paid attention to it. <laughs> um, implying I should have read ahead. Maybe. Maybe mm. you should have read ahead. I think overall, I thought the place was was pretty good. I was a bit... I, I felt like the opportunity for conversation wasn't... It, it didn't feel like it was kitted out to have really mm. great conversa- conversation and chats. Now, that may have been partially because of the night that was there, mm-hmm. because... We were sat watching demos and thus we didn't get into that frame of mind about it. But at the same point, it felt that when, when you went back into the bar, it was very much that there wasn't yeah. space to sit down and, and rock up to a table and have that mm. have that conversation. And people seemed very guarded over their their sort of chair property <laughs> and, and guarding their real estate that they, they'd taken, as were we really, I suppose. Yeah. So I think there is a bit of a, you know, I think if, if I was to see anything improve, maybe that demo room might be a little bit of a better space to have more conversations and have some mm. open, you know, area for that. Um, but, you know, it might have just been the night. It might have just been us being funny. Um, <laughs> so that, I, I didn't find it particularly conducive for, for meeting no. people. But no, if, again, nice to go if you knew people who were going mm. and you could all meet up there. Yeah. That'd be quite cool. Yeah, definitely say that. Um, but I think actually rocking up, people didn't seem... I mean, everyone seemed to be chatting away. Mm. Not, just just not to us, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we're just not that popular. Oh, I think that's what dear. it is. Oh, me. Oh, my. <laughs> Another rainy day. Um, so I think, you know, overall, I enjoyed the place. I would definitely recommend that you go and check it out. Mm. Out of 10, Mrs. H, what would you give it? A good 7. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I think it's a good 7. I think with a bit of work or a bit more work, mm. I think it would it, it could be really, really great. I think it could, you know, the facilities for the dungeon and all that sort of stuff was great. Yeah, so if you're into right. that kind of thing, definitely go. You'll probably find that it's a, a 9 or 10 for, for you mm. if that's your cup of tea. It's not normally our thing, particularly. No. 
we like a bit more variety. So so for that reason, we'd probably call um, Townhouse a good seven. I think a good seven as yeah, well. Yeah, cool. Um, special shout outs and thank yous to uh, the people that work there that got in touch, that recommended it, for the people that saw us when we were there. Mm. Um, um, we're very sorry for the people that we missed. <laughs> over there seems that um yeah. because we were a little bit short notice turning up we weren't able to to catch up with everybody we mm-hmm. wanted to so apologies guys um you know if we're in the area we would definitely go back i think i think so, so. Yeah. yeah definitely cool right now the special feature so welcome to our special feature for today um Oh, the other thing we should really mention that we haven't really done is apologise because we're very, very late for getting this episode out. We're like a week <laughs> late. Um, it's a bit, a bit of a challenging time in Bedhopper household. And I think uh, the reason for that is is, is we have uh, one teen left in the house and um, he, has, he has subsequently split up with his girlfriend. So what that's meant is that he is at home... A lot. A lot. Which yeah. means in terms of being able to record... Yeah, it's, it's challenging. It's a <laughs> lot more challenging. So, um, and you know, generally, if he goes out the door, there's the opportunity of, hey, do we have some <laughs> sex or do we record the show? And sex not, wins. Sex wins. So, sorry, gentle listeners, um, <laughs> in your face, I had some sex and didn't record a podcast. Um, however, you know, I could be having some sex now, so I, and I'm recording this, so I'm doing all right. Shall we just hurry up then? Yeah, let's get it. Ahead. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is a special feature. Uh, this will be done very quickly. And thank you, goodbye. Uh, thanks for hopping to our beds. Bye! Love you, hang up. You guys hang up first. Bye! Um, special feature then. Right. Um, so the reason why we thought we'd talk about this is because we went to Townhouse. And um, really, we didn't make any effort, I'm going to say. And I'm going to make sweeping statements because, you know, it's not like I'm known for making smaller ones. Um, we, we, we didn't make any effort to talk to anyone. We, I think we came away feeling disappointed with ourselves. We're not angry, we're just disappointed. <laughs> we could take our glasses on and off again. <laughs> I, you know, I would look over the top of my glasses in the mirror. Give ourselves a disapproving look. Yes, I would take a selfie of a disapproving look. Well, you know, it's interesting. We, we refer in our little opening song that we sometimes fuck things up and we make mistakes. Yep. And whilst those mistakes are uh, a lot less these days than they used to be... Yeah. The, the fact is we don't always get things right we also talk about our sexy dates and we had none <laughs> because we were a bit insular we were and insular is probably the best way of describing it we took ourselves off into our own little bubble as usual mm. uh, and i say as usual because it is a default move for us and we yeah. worked really hard i think over the last year to to break that little silo and here we were ensconced in our own little cocoon again yeah, and I think, you know, we there's been a few occasions where we've, mm. we've been particularly bad for this. I think we've been to um, sort of large socials where we've just not spoken to people. Many, you know, right at the start of our journey, and we just sat there not not pushing yeah. the boat out at all. And I think we did that a little bit with Desire as well. I think we sort of shut ourselves off a bit to the rest of the world. So, but it's interesting that that's our default, that we, we take ourselves off into ourselves, kind of, and retreat a little bit. And that's not because we're not outgoing and we don't know how to have fun i think it's our comfort zone yeah I very think it is. easy to kind of just rely on each other as being our entertainment well i think there's there's a couple of things to this i don't think we like huge groups particularly or it's not our default setting no so when we're presented with a huge group 
Um, yeah. And a huge group could be more than two people. <laughs> oh my God, there's four people in the room. I'm so overwhelmed right oh now. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we, we do withdraw a little bit. And I think mm. unless we know that all the people there... Um, our default is to just sit talk down and other. talk to each other because and, we're comfortable and yeah. sit back and observe the world, which is great for us, but not so great if we're trying to build connections. Mm. In fact, we get a bit crap when it comes to building connections sometimes. Would you say some of this is down to confidence as well? Um, I think some of it is down to confidence. Some of it is laziness. <laughs> I think we kind of it's you know if our if. If our own company is as awesome as it as it is as we think it is mm. for each other, then it's kind of like, well, actually, why bother reaching out? I think we also do a bit of a move where if we look around and there's no one that's really grabbing our fancy, we will literally um, go, oh, we're not bothered tonight, yeah, let's go home. we're really bad for that. And I think, particularly at Townhouse, there wasn't anyone that was really catching our fancy. Uh, we no, we not didn't... on a, a little kind of an instant scan around but then equally as you say we were quite um, insular in that we sat on our settee and we didn't really maybe give ourselves the chance to wander around and look at everybody well and I think part of that was was due to the way that the night was set up Mm -hmm. in that we we grabbed our real estate and then we watched the demos and they went on for a number of hours which was fine but by the same token we also didn't step up and talk to other people. No. And by the time we, we got out of those demos and looked around, actually everyone was already ensconced in groups. Um, people were going off to play or they, you know, they'd been talking in a different room while the demos were going on. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I, I, I felt as though we probably should have chucked ourselves out there a bit more and, and forced ourselves into some conversations. But you really weren't in that mood. It's interesting. If the demos hadn't been on that night, I do wonder if things might have unfolded a little differently. I'm not saying that we don't... What, we'd have gone home at 11? <laughs> no, because I, I know what you're saying. We, we had allowed ourselves to, you know, to get back into that sort of um, introvert comfort zone again. But equally, if we hadn't been sat watching, giving ourselves a reason not to talk to anyone, which was the demos went on for a good couple of hours. And in my mind, I suppose it was almost giving myself oh, well, I've, I've got to sit here for two hours because there's demos and I don't want to miss those. Yeah, I think... But actually, if it hadn't been demos, what else would we have done? We would have had to have gone out into the, the crowds and, and talk because and talk why else people. would you be there? No, I, I, I get what you're saying and I, I agree that, that that didn't help us. I think, though, we, we kind of... We did that whole... For me, it was part of the... We looked around. There wasn't anyone immediately going, wow. And, <laughs> and no one came up to us either. No. And I think that's the other thing is that if people don't come to us... <laughs> often we, we get a bit mm, alright we're not feeling this oh goodness but that sounds terrible it does sound but, awful but often but actually self-reflection is really important and at least we're aware that that's what we do yeah we've, we've got well, to get out of that habit we, we've been told that we do that we've observed <laughs> that we do that um, and we, we just totally played to that on, on that night and I think you know we, 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 we can push ourselves out there we can introduce ourselves to people we can interact and we can mingle quite effectively we've done it on a number of occasions it's just i think in this situation with the demos not that they're to blame i think with your strange frame of mind about getting naked as well because you've <laughs> had a you know a bit of a wobbly wobbly about that wobble about my wobbles yeah <laughs> um and you know i think we between us because we just didn't push the boat out we 
and mm. and because I think we'd actually been quite insular in the car as well for a long time over sort of the previous day that we'd had all that time chatting mm. together we'd sort of compounded into ourselves a bit I think um so we ended up just not really chatting to anyone I think that's fair <laughs> um which I think as a result I mean it was it was quite difficult to objectively review the place if you don't have a a, a great experience mm. but part of that experience as you say um we kind of self-perpetuated that yeah, by I not think... really going out there and trying to be social yeah i think this is you know it's certainly something that we're we're mindful of the interesting thing is is that we've got an event coming up <laughs> in just a week oh my god where we're in a house full of i don't know lots of people we haven't met before 10 other fucking swinging couples <laughs> and then another 12 couples turning yeah. up for a party mm-hmm of which we we know one couple go we know two couples going we do we've met the hosts or we know the hosts and we've met one or two of the others yeah but that's it broadly speaking though there's no reason why we can't go to that event and make some new good connections no there's no reason at all other than our own ability to be insular yeah and fucking rude yeah exactly <laughs> you know and <laughs> we, we are sometimes we do probably come across as being a bit fucking rude well and and that's <laughs> unintentionally I, I think unintentionally i think you you have developed a resting bitch face that is possibly one of the best i've ever seen i don't think it's uh ever been beaten by <laughs> no I, I think your ability to look down your nose is also um un, undefeated it's uh, unrivaled yeah I, and, I and think... i've been doing that a lot for many years sure. so it's habitual now in my my physiology, I can't not look down my nose at people. Well, there is that. And I think, you know, I, I tend to, believe it or not, be a little bit quiet in, in larger groups. It's funny because you are so, I would say you're very confident, but actually I know deep down you're probably quite shy. Mm, very shy. Oh. If any ladies want to volunteer to help me break my shyness, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll happily... But as I said, at least at least we are, we are very aware of the little... The things that we do which don't maybe lead to great connections sometimes and that's really useful because at least we can learn from it and try and work on it yeah it was it was an interesting night because it got to what half past 12 something mm. like that and i i turned around to you and said look we're calling this night there's no point us staying here because you were clearly not in the mood to to mingle <laughs> you were clearly about unhappy about getting changed well it was a perfect storm it was just all sorts of weird stuff like going I, I was like I didn't want to take my clothes off because what was the point and you know, we hadn't really made any attempt or connection with people so there was that but then I felt like oh my god it's a massive waste of time not to at least try and do something so it was just a hot mess and I think <laughs> really. my frustration is is that we, we we've driven for four or five hours or whatever <laughs> it was to, to specifically go to Liverpool to review this place yeah and that's why I was so annoyed when you said, oh, let's go home now. I'm like, oh, man, but what's a waste of time. Yeah, but and then you... I realised what you were saying, yeah. which was why why make it into something it's not going to be. Because, you know, we, we clearly hadn't put any feelers out. No. We clearly hadn't made any great connections or tried to, to work our way into any connections. So actually it was what we're going to do. We're flogging and a dead horse, weren't we? We were a bit. <laughs> and I think, you know, when faced with the option of, okay playing in the club that's got some kit or whatever in it or going back to a nice sexy hotel room mm. with the two of us where we can sit in bed and eat nachos and have sexy times 
I know what you're going to choose. There's yeah, just, I, know. I know where you're going to go. So for me, it was a case of, well, actually, let's not waste our time sitting here. Let's go go mm-hmm. back to the hotel and let's, um, you know, have Try some fun together. remedy some of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is a shame, really, because we did travel all that way. And we, we've tried really hard. We've talked about this a lot. Um, not to let it mar our experience in the club. No. Because the club itself was, was good. We, and it was a nice place. And as we've said, there's been a lot of good things in about it. Sure, there's improvements that could be made, but overall, it was a good place. Yeah, and it wasn't the club's fault that we had our heads up our asses. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So we had to <laughs> pull our heads out of our asses, stop finger popping each other's assholes. And uh, <laughs> there's a lot of ass activity in whatever these phrases it are. It really is, isn't yeah. there? But so, I think it's that's it's actually really good in a way that it's happened before we go into yet another big event where at least now we're going to be very aware. And we, I think we'll probably redouble our efforts to kind of be social and make sure that we, we mingle. And is don't is be the so emperor silly. arriving? We shall redouble our efforts. <laughs> I, was, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> the emperor is not as forgiving as I. <laughs> so, you know, I think also looking at what we've got coming up this year, we've got some fairly big trips we really on have. the cards. And they require us to not be dicks. Don't be dicks. Yeah. That's our, <laughs> maybe we should get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Mrs. H says, "Don't be a dick." I remember years ago when I first met you. You had uh, you insisted that your motto in life was always, "Yesterday I was a dick." That's true. It still is I my motto. I remember saying it distinctly. It is. It, it yesterday I was a dick. Therefore today I can be better. Yeah. And and I still live by that. So today I'm going to be better than I was yesterday. Woo! You were Woo. great yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do yesterday? Uh, you took me out and we saw Captain Marvel and we oh, had yeah. some wine and we had, yeah, it was a fun day. <laughs> we had a fun day. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Then. So if, today you're going to be better. <laughs> yes. This is awesome. Why am I here podcasting? I should be, should be doing something even more awesome than this awesomeness that I'm it's, um, it's a good motto to adopt though. So if people um, what are listening are having similar thoughts or mm-hmm. similar issues where they um, disappeared up their own asses. <laughs> or they they look down at people, feel that they you know that that's the impression they give off, or they stay quite insular and they want to be part of the crowd. What can they do to not do that? <sighs> okay, I hate to say it, but my downfall is always seating. I know it's my Achilles heel. Seating. I like to be comfortable because I'm always wearing high heels to be You pants. lazy fucking, fucking lazy. Wench. I know I am. I'm being very honest. If I see a seat, I will make a beeline for it because I don't want to stand up. Because... But you wait. We'll go and meet people now and they'll always be carrying like a travel seat around <laughs> with them. They'll be like, there you go. Um, that is probably one of my biggest downfalls because I put comfort over the social interaction. Yeah. And that's lazy. Mm-hmm. And it's my own fault for wearing high heels that I always end up wanting to like sit down and not stand on them. Great. But equally... It means you have no option but to wait for people to come to you. If you're going to insist on sitting on your bum all night, then how can you possibly hope to be sociable? I know. You can't. So I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to give up my my want of comfort over social interaction. Does this mean the bare necessities approach? <laughs> They'll come to me. So tip it? number one, don't just opt for a seat. Go and get out there and talk to people, not just sit down. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What else? Why am I, like, master of all these tips? Well, because I'm asking. Uh, I want your tips. Fine. Um, yeah. Okay, seating. <laughs> good answer. I like it. <laughs> all right, now I've got a good one. So approach it. Approach some people as a couple. 
So I don't I don't think a divide and conquer strategy necessarily would work for us. So sending each other off into the crowds and meeting up again in half an hour, like who did you speak to? I think it's probably good to approach them as a couple together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Introduce ourselves as a couple. But what if your your other half has a, an amazing resting bitch face that scares other people away? How would <laughs> you deal with such fine, a situation? Darling. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about me, aren't you? I no. don't scare people away. Yes, you do. So you, what, you're going to introduce me as, this is my wife, I know she looks like fucking evil, but don't, just ignore her. Don't look at her face, look at her tits. I'm not Medusa. <laughs> Jesus. She can only look at me in a mirror. Yeah, that's right. Just... <laughs> It's it's rather than, you know, hey, my eyes are up here, love. It, no, no, no. Keep looking down that way. Don't look up. Don't look up until you... Or maybe like the Harry Potter and petrifying people. No, it's more like um, a hippogriff or whatever they are, where you have to sort of bow. And, you. And, I'm and not fe- a hippogriff. Yeah, and give you some treats first before you'll talk to people Very nicely. proud creatures, hippogriffs, have you known? <laughs> <laughs> Watch got, your Harry. Got to, got to earn their trust. <laughs> exactly. So maybe... Then maybe I'll let them ride on me. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's like when, when people... Um, meet Yoko occasionally we'll give them like a treat or a toy oh, yeah. to give to her uh-huh. um, so people that are coming to visit us like a pacifier soon, <laughs> but yeah um, we'll, we'll get a Yoko treat mm. to give to the dog so that they can you know they 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 Right, that. so do you want to give me some, like, dog treats then? And I can, like, go into the crowd ahead of you and, like, give people Well, treats. no, I'd have to go into the crowd ahead oh, of you. Oh, okay, so fine. this, you know, it'd be like, I don't know. Excellent. Um, like, little <laughs> kittens or something, or um, little glasses of Prosecco. If oh, someone who approached you with a glass of Prosecco and went, there you go. I'd be all smiles, wouldn't I? You would be all smiles, it would work. But, you know, if they drank my Prosecco in front of me... yeah. Then, then you'd stab them. Would break loose. <laughs> you'd, you'd take off your not so flat stilettos and use it to <laughs> to smack them across the forehead. Huh. Huh. Okay, huh. fine. I will work on my resting bitch face. All right, that's fine. I'll teach you how to smile. I know <laughs> like when, how to when smile. When the dog tries to smile, she does a dog <laughs> smile. I think I think that's what you're going to do. <laughs> you make me sound like such an intolerant little witch. I, I, I do smile. Of course you do. People do, do like me. I know I'm they just do. very up for myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think for, for me, what, what I need to do is just be a little bit braver, actually, and a bit more um, sticking my face in people's faces, really. A little bit. Um, there how is a bit how do that. you think other people do it? How do you think people mingle and get to know each other? Um... Well, I, I, they see, it seems to be a social skill they've developed over a long period of time, <laughs> the likes of which seems to have avoided me. However, mm. you know, if there was a room full of uh, people playing games online or, or some sort of robot convention, uh-huh. there I can, Flynn, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can excel at those things. Like a tramp on chips. Tramp on chips, yeah. So I can, <laughs> you know, I think it's just pushing yourself and uh, getting yourself out there. But I think the timing of that is crucial. And I think quite often we, we sit down and, and wait and look around and, and give, you know, sort we of do. survey the scene. Mm. When really we should probably be working our way through the crowd. Um, not in that kind of way. That would be hard. I agree, but, because when we meet people socially by arrangement, so if we were to meet a couple by arrangement, yep. there, there is no issue whatsoever in both of us being social. No, we get on really well. In fact, we meet again. It, it's always really yeah, nice. And, we can and, socialise admirably and it's i would say in a group of, throwing ourselves into a group of unknowns yeah if we even if we had a group of people that we knew we were absolutely fine yeah. i think it's just mingling with people that we don't know yeah. so maybe i need like a, a new business card 
that, 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 <laughs> base, yeah, that gives away or all, a new all my details. Sticker. We're getting other stickers. More stickers. No, 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 no. What? Other stickers. Wait, what? There's more new stickers? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> See? There are more stickers coming. These are just rounded stickers of oh. the of the transparent ones. Okay. So uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna introduce those soon. Is that gonna be your technique then going forward? You're gonna go in with like a t shirt cannon and just boom, boom. <laughs> That's it. And like fire bed hopper stickers have, at like, people. Bows and arrows, the stickers on them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why there's so much like wood around, but I suppose we would be in a sex club. Really handy, yeah. Yeah. You can like go on with your Robin Hood. Couldn't see the wood for the trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, I think what we'll do is um Continue to try and be better, to not be a dick yesterday or be less of a yes. dick today and make sure that we push ourselves out there a little bit. I think the other thing is, is that the people that we hang around with tend to be quite quiet too. Hmm. So maybe there is something around meeting new people and putting ourselves in different situations and just getting maybe. used to it. I think, you know, we kind of, it was, it was interesting because the, the last club we went to was a lot more intimate. And we were a bit better about talking to people. Yeah. But what we we realised in hindsight is actually many of those people came to us. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> it was the old bare necessities approach. <laughs> so, you know, I think we, we need to... Although we did chat to that couple. We did. So, we chatted to quite a few people. Oh, we Very need a Scooby better. snack. Where was our glass of Prosecco yeah. to celebrate this? So I think, you know, the, the, our plan is to try and push ourselves out there, be a bit more mindful of the timing of when we do mm. that. And uh, really just trying to be cognizant of, of introducing ourselves and... Um, and not have your lazy wife just sit down yeah lazy snooty wife oh my god (laughs) you make me sound awful (laughs) lazy snooty wife lsw don't you dare get that on a sticker i'm gonna that's gonna be no (laughs) (laughs) it is i'm gonna this is gonna be a t-shirt and everything i might might even get a tattoo with that on it (laughs) lord snootington you Lady could, you could get it put them on your filthy towels, couldn't you? Yeah, that's right. The filthy <laughs> towel co. That'd be all right. Yeah, Lady Snootington will we'll cut Got a new that. design for it. Yeah, it's uh, resting bitch face. <laughs> there she is in all her glory. So we hope that um, us discussing this has helped you if you're one of those people that doesn't really integrate themselves very well. Um, I know we don't have a great deal of ideas about how to, to chuck ourselves out I there. I do. I've told you not, not to just go and sit down. So, that's uh, the biggest takeaway so I when i said i i know we don't have many ideas so we've got one but it's a real good one <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going out it's to a amazing. club don't sit down yeah it's a it's gold <laughs> don't go on the moors <laughs> don't sit down on the sex well club. now you've made it sound just stupid well you did that yourself <laughs> and as uh, you know if you've got any ideas for us to be uh, more social uh, or yeah. for us to put ourselves out there we'd love to hear from you and the way you can get in touch is by turning up to our house with breakfast tomorrow morning at around about 9am <laughs> <laughs> or I actually you could get your lazy snooty wife to put her Pokemon friend code on some napkins and just go forth into some crowds like I did before no if, if, <laughs> if there was a Pokemon deal there you'd be all over I'd that shit all over if, that you, shit if every person that you spoke maybe that's it every person that you speak to could be a new poker friend. Oh my god, I would have so many friends. I know you would have so many <laughs> friends and so many poker presents. So imagine that. I know. Maybe I'll just treat the next event uh, as a potential Pokemon community. Maybe. 
Let's... I don't think that will go down well with our lovely hosts. No, I don't. I don't think. Could anyone... you tell Lady Snooting in over there to stop writing her friend code on all her, <laughs> our cookware? <laughs> <laughs> so writing it on cocks. Wouldn't it be amazing if the venue turned out to be a poker stop? No, no, it wouldn't be. I'd be there in the hot tub like every ten minutes, like refreshing it. <laughs> the poker stop. Obviously. Really? Oh, yeah. obviously so. All right. <laughs> so, um, thank yous for this week or for this edition. Mm. Um, firstly, thank you to uh, the lovely Vicky at Townhouse um, mm. for letting us around, showing us around. Thank you for the uh, lovely people that got in touch to tell us where to go, that tried to meet us and that failed. Thank you for the people that did turn up <laughs> and were able to meet us. Uh, it was really nice catching up with you guys. Yeah. Um, we were glad to give you some of the old stickers and offload some of our merch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, uh, we had a poker lamp in the post. Oh my God, yeah. From the lovely Kate from Swinging Down Under. I love it. I know, we didn't know it was from Kate and, no. and until um, we, we put a message out on Twitter. Yeah, but I love um, it. But you got a poker lamp, so people do send you poker presents. Yay. Uh, if you want our friend code for Pokemon, you're going to have to email us. Um, I think you've friended six people in the last three weeks. Yeah, I've made some new poker friends. So, yeah. How can you it. do that and not actually... I know. Maybe this is my, my secret strength. I have to be the very best. <laughs> like no one ever was. I tell you what. I'll teach you and you teach me. <laughs> you're going to lose your shit in a minute, aren't you? I am going to lose my shit. So, um, any other thanks that we need to apply okay. this week? Sorry, I was uh, musing I, about Pokemon. I know what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Any other thank yous that we need to send or offer this week? No. No. You sure? <laughs> yes. Good grief. Where can people get in touch? Oh. Um... Oh, baby, I love your way. Is that a clue? To what? Where they can get in yeah. touch? Uh, no. You just oh. went, ooh. <laughs> well, they could, well, they could go on the old Twitter. Oh, yeah. What's that then? Um, it's Bedhoppers UK. No, what's Twitter? Oh, oh, it's a pain in the ass if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> so Bedhoppers UK on Twitter. Yeah. Please tweet us, message us. Um, if you want um, some stickers, I think we've got a couple left that we're prepared to send out. So um, if you want one of the awesome ones, uh, tweet us. Yeah. All right, tweetheart. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and then email, have you given our email address? Did you hear me give it out? Uh, I was singing about Pokemon, I'll be honest. All right, it's bedhoppersuk at gmail.com. Send us an email, that'd be awesome. At Fab Swingers, we're bedhoppers. Mm-hmm. So you can get in touch with us then. Send us a friend request, we'll always add friends to the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just poker friends, but fab friends. But obviously, priority will be given to poker friends. And um, if you feel really in a good mood and that you really want to spoil us, we would love some iTunes reviews. It would be oh. nice for you to jump on there. And give us one of them. Give us one. Go on, give us one of them. Go on, you know you want to. Uh, but if you don't, then don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, and if you've just got shit to say, then don't bother. So well, fine. if people have got shit stuff to say, they can, if they're <laughs> listening, they're going, this is the worst thing I've ever heard in the entire life and I hate this, then well done for making it this far. Because <laughs> fuck me, I wouldn't have stuck around this long. Um, but also, you know, put it on the, on the iTunes review. You might as well do. And let other people know. Because, you know, if you don't like it, then someone else probably won't. All right. I think that's how it works, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, totally. Right. Anyway, Mrs. H, do the thing. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. So we were at a good friend's the other week. And one of the things that popped up was 
the conversation around <laughs> fellatio, right? Huh. And I think the phrase that I'm actually looking for is what? Autofellatio? Self-fellatio. Like the ability that if you could suck your own cock, would you? Now, <laughs> the guys in the room <laughs> clearly felt that if you could suck your own cock, would you ever leave the house? No. You unequivocally all said we would totally do that if we could. I would totally suck my own and cock. And I, I was aghast, well, frankly. I was aghast. What were you aghast about? Would you do that if you could go down on yourself? Would you? No, why not? It's weird. Do you play with yourself with your fingers? That's different. Why? Well, it's different. Why is it different? <laughs> I just don't see why would you put your own junk in your mouth because it would probably feel good, would it? Well, I'm assuming so, but that's weird. Why is it weird? I just think it's so weird. Why? I can't. Go- well, I was going to say I can't get my head around it, but clearly nor can you because no. you've never been able to self-fillade. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure every guy must have tried at some point. Have you genuinely tried? I'm sure I must have tried. Oh, my God. It's, like, so strange. And then it moved on a step further and I was like, fine, if you could put your junk in your mouth, would you let yourself come in your mouth? <laughs> Probably. And you were both like, yeah. Like, why? That's weird. Why is that so weird? Because isn't it something that other people do for you that is like a bit of a, oh, that's nice. Well, it, it Why is... would you do it yourself? Well, it'd be like having a wank. There's, you know, you can someone else can wank you off <laughs> or you can wank yourself off. It's an option. Now, you're inherently lazy. We know this. So, you know, wouldn't it be better for someone else to do that for you? Of course it would. But if, I, if I, there was no one else around and there was no one in the house, then I would probably do it myself, given the opportunity. self late. Yeah. That's weird. It's strange. I just know one day I'm going to come home and you're going to be like a fucking pretzel. <laughs> Call an ambulance. Don't explain how I got here. Just do it. <laughs> I've got something in my eye. I can't see out of my left eye. What a disaster. <laughs> anyway, so if you have thoughts on uh, fellating yourself, uh, please get in touch. <laughs> or if you've actually ever mastered it. You've mastered it? No, if someone has ever mastered it, I would be fascinated to hear. Slash see pictures. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see pictures of it. it. The whole thing kind of grosses me out a bit. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll see what we get through.